Today, we speak with homeopath Emma Lee Banks in Canada, who volunteers for an organization called HTSF, Homeopaths Without Borders. This is an organization doing amazing work in countries such as the Honduras, which are ravaged by natural disasters and where healthcare is not always easily accessible. HTSF also provides the opportunity for the general public to take their online classes and purchase their complex remedies for use in their own home and their community. And the funds for these are used to support the organization in the work that they do. Please check out the links in the show notes for this amazing organization and please support them if you're in a position to do so. And now our interview with Emma. Welcome to the Homeopathy Hangout podcast, where we discuss all things homeopathy from around the world. And now your host, Eugenie Kruger. Hello, homies, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangout. Today, we are hanging out with homeopath Emily Banks, all the way from Quebec in Canada. Welcome, Emily. Thank you so much. It's lovely to have you on today, and I'm excited for us to dig into uh, HTSF. (laughs) So before we get into that, can you please tell our listeners how you first discovered homeopathy? Yes, thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you. My mom used homeopathy with us, so we grew up with it. I was lucky. And I remember distinctly once when I was a child, and I had gotten, I don't even know what happened, but you know when children just can't stop crying and they're just just Mm. super I remember being just super emotional emotional and forgotten why why it was happening and I remember my mom giving me I'm pretty sure it was rescue remedy Uh so that's a first that's a first remedy for a lot of people I think sort of that transitioned into the rest of homeopathy um and I remember coming back to myself and so that stuck with me and then when I was when I was older, sort of after high school, choosing what I wanted to study, I really wanted to go um, into some sort of medicine. And I looked around at Chinese medicine. I looked around at well, regular medicine and different different things like that. And uh, I found homeopathy because it looked to me, and this is still true today, to be the most holistic and effective form of healing out there. So so that's how I, I discovered homeopathy at home and then continued with it. Amazing. You are so lucky to have been raised by it. It's just yes. so empowering. And you're right, Rescue Remedy is kind of like Arnica in that even loads of people who don't even like homeopathy or know what it is will still grab Rescue Remedy and they won't even realize it's a homeopathic remedy. When you see your mom next, please give her a high five from me. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. With that. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. So we are going to be talking about an organization that's very close to your heart. It's it's called HTSF. And you can say the French version of that. I'm not even going to attempt it. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about what this organization is and what it does? Yes. So I'm really excited to speak about HTSF today. So HTSF, Homeopaths Therapists Without Borders, or Homeopaths Therapeutes Sans Frontières. That's my French. Everything (laughs) sounds better in French. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) This is an amazing organization that takes homeopaths into communities, under-resourced communities, poor communities that really need access to healthcare. So we have homeopaths from Canada going into Honduras. Um, and there, there has there have been a few other missions uh, worldwide as well. 
The one I got to go on was in Honduras. Mm-hmm. We see the community. We, we see people, and and it's bringing homeopathy to people who really don't have that much access to healthcare or don't have stable access to healthcare. Amazing. And what sort of conditions would you treat while you're there, and what sort of things would you see? Well, first there there are the contagious diseases like there's malaria there. There's chagas there, which is a disease that is diseases that are carried by insects <laughs> and these devastating diseases that we won't necessarily see in other well i'm I'm from Canada it's not something mm-hmm. that we normally see here and it's something that when people don't have great nutrition they don't have all what's all available in uh, you know good housing good shelter good food they can really do a lot more harm than they would with someone who has that basis so we see people who have contracted these sorts of diseases and we're able to help them with homeopathy on a long going basis as well as things like uh we saw someone who suffered from constipation because he didn't have access to a bathroom at work so yeah it's really it's like tough things to see um someone else who had insomnia because he worked one week on one week off nights So these sort of things that we would maybe consider basic things, but they really impact everyday quality of life. How did HTSF start in the first place? How did it come about? So there was a hurricane in Honduras that devastated the country and a link was made. There was, well, there was a link between a homeopath here, Martin Jourde, who is the founder of HTSF, um, and a priest who worked in Honduras, uh, Father Druin. And so he asked her to come help out after the hurricane because, you know, there's people, there's injuries, um, there's toxicities in the water, there's all sorts of damage that's been done that needs to be repaired. So he asked her to come into the country and help the people there. And she stayed for a few months every day, every day, helping, helping with the homeopathy, seeing amazing results. And from that, they actually set up a dispensary uh, in the community. And in the last few years, because of the success of this dispensary, they've opened up more in different municipalities. That's really amazing. This is how it began. Yeah. And so we have homeopaths that are coming from Canada um, that come down and we train community leaders to then use homeopathy in their communities. Because really what, what we want is to empower the people the people who need it to be able to use themselves and their community. It's so giving me goosebumps. (laughs) Yeah. I've got all over goosebumps. That is so, so wonderful. And um, I can just imagine that you're seeing all sorts of things over there that will definitely make you appreciate all your comforts in in Canada or, you know, in Australia where we are. So and safety. Mm. Yes. Amazing. Safety and stability. (laughs) Yeah. And is it mostly just Canadian homeopaths that go over or is it anyone from any homeopaths around the world? Well, you are 100% invited. Oh, I was just there, just thinking, when can I get there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Always looking for homeopaths, um, especially homeopaths who also speak Spanish. Can't help you there, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> homeopaths uh, to, tr- to train and to, seek, to see patients there. Um, mm-hmm. And... The organization is always looking for volunteers to do all sorts of diverse tasks, tech, 
technical tasks, writing tasks, translation tasks, all, all these things that go into uh, setting up or running an organization. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Translators. <laughs> yeah. So, so what is involved with you training these community leaders to use homeopathy? So talk to us a little bit about that. What does that look like? Yes. So I got to go on a mission right after I had finished my classical Unisyst homeopathic Mm -hmm. training, which was amazing. I was so excited to finally get to do what I was really, really passionate about, which is really to help people who don't have access to resources go in and be able to make the choice to get better. Mm -hmm. So I was so excited to go to Honduras and it was an amazing trip. What was surprising for me going into that was that we were seeing so many people that we couldn't do the full classical consult for everyone. We had, we had lineups. It was, it was amazing. Like it's, it's so different when you, you, you run into a skeptic in Canada or I'm sure it's probably similar where you live as well. Yeah, and they say, "Oh, but uh, it's not. It's it, that doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't understand it." Yeah, and then and then we go somewhere where people just they need the help, and they've seen the results with their neighbors, and mm-hmm. so they they line up and they line up for the homeopathy. So yeah, we we had lineups. We had to see many people in a day, and Martin Jord she developed a line of complexes, mm-hmm. which are absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm which I, I've taken back to use then with my clients here in Canada. And so she's developed this line of complexes that they're not just sort of every remedy in the rubric all put together there to help out to pain in the left knee. All right, all those one together, but they really go and address every stage mm-hmm. of the disease process and they help us through the disease or the injury whatever is going on. And then what's nice about these complexes as well is because, you know, we're going down for missions. We'll have home, professional homeopaths who go down for missions, but there was no one who was in the clinic full-time who had that full training. Now there are, they're trained people who are trained on the HJSF lines. I won't go into all of the details, but she developed these complexes. And so they weren't necessarily going to come for a follow-up in, in every yeah. month. Yeah. Uh, so we needed to be able to give them something that we knew would be reliable, mm-hmm. that wasn't going to cause any other strange effects, mm-hmm. um, and that we you could say, okay, take this twice a day. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And so, yeah, it was it was amazing, and they worked so well, and the people were so happy. And I had this moral crisis in the middle because I'm like, but we're get, but I just, but we have to give them the best. And then I started to understand, like. No, it's not suppressive. Mm-hmm. That we can actually, it actually, in the way that she put them together, and I actually later worked at a laboratory where we produce these remedies. Mm-hmm. They they form a whole. Mm-hmm. I agree. The whole that helps with all the stages. Mm-hmm. It was amazing to see the the people really being helped, really really taking homeopathy seriously because that was something we did. I didn't see that often before really being helped and then actually being helped with complexes. And of course, we did use single remedies when we clearly saw the state of the individual, but we're, we're, you're not going to pull them out of nowhere, right? Exactly. We did it. 
So that's a little bit about amazing Honduras yeah and just for those listeners that are wondering what complexes are so we have single remedies which is just one remedy say for example arnica or aconite or arsenicum and then we have complexes or mixes I think there's some other names that people use for them as well but generally we'll talk about a complex and that's when more than one remedy has been put in the same bottle for the same sort of therapeutic conditions so that's wonderful that you did that and as you talking I'm just thinking how lucky you are that straight out of your training, you went to have this exposure to complexes because it took me many years before I opened my mind to be able to use complexes because we are taught that single remedies are the best way to go. But you often have to do a really extensive case take to be able to find that one remedy out of 8,000 that is going to help this person. And like you said, when you've got a queue of people and these people are super stressed. They've just gone through incredibly traumatic events and you want to help as many of them as possible. So you've got to keep it really simple. And if you give them a, a single remedy and say you give it in a, in a potency that might cause aggravations and you might not be there for a follow-up to keep an eye on them, then these complexes can sometimes be really wonderful. Do you want to maybe talk to us a little bit about the complexes, about you know what sort of complexes you have? Yes, I love that you said simple. Because I think that's one of the things it comes down to, because they're so simple that someone who's just starting out can see. So one of the examples, trauma, okay, trauma, like an, an injury or an emotional trauma. I can, I can choose that and I can go take it or viral. Okay, I, I'm sick with a virus. <laughs> I can take that. But simple doesn't mean superficial. Mm, I simple, agree. Yes. We can, we can, as homeopaths, we know and we can see all, all of the different remedies within the complex and we can see all the different areas that are working synergistically in that for the health of the patient. So yes, so HTSS has three lines of complexes and I'll talk about the line one, which is just what you need every day. Mm -hmm. um, we do give class, so we give trainings overseas of course hdsf is putting training online mm -hmm. for first for homeopaths and then so they can give that training to their community as well which is it's like it's getting put up right now so that's really exciting for us um and so it's it's the line one training is for families and i'll give you three examples of remedies so since hdsf since my experience with hdsf I have a three remedy kit, which I take with me everywhere, which is nice. I don't have, I don't have to take 40 remedies with me because they're all in, well, not 40, maybe 25 are all in, hang on, 15 are all in those 30. So I have one that's called trauma. I have one that's called viral and I have one that's called intox. And so trauma, it, of course, the nucleus is arnica. Mm -hmm. Of course, but it also contains, for example, letum. So I can take it for an insect bite as well. And and I'm sure most people um, listening know what Arnica is, but it's like our number one homeopathic remedy for injuries. Mm -hmm. Most injuries probably need a little bit of Arnica. Another one of the line one complexes is called viral, and it's based around aconite, but it also has thuya in it. So that's, so it, you know, in these complexes, they're also thinking about taking away barriers to wellness. So you, viral is for the, I have it in my pocket because they were exposed mm -hmm. to a virus. You can take a dose of viral or the first symptoms of illness come up and then 
then I grab that when they're still general, when we're not really sure what it's going to turn into or not. And then my third is intox, which is based, of course, around arsenicum, mm-hmm. our go-to for food poisoning, any sort of vomiting, diarrhea, um, overindulgences, mm-hmm. uh, this kind of thing. So those are the three, keeping it simple, that I keep with me. I'll give you one example of when I use them. So I have a young son who's three now. He was still a baby when we were going on a bit of a drive to drop my sister off at the airport. We dropped her off and then we came back and my son couldn't stop crying. And we pulled over, poor guy. We pulled over and I was, he had never had, he had never had this long of a crying. Usually we could soothe him, go to sleep in the car. And he kept going and I was like, well, maybe he's sad because... He misses my sister. So I, I gave him the trauma. It didn't help. I was like, oh, okay. Try, try, trying to soothe him, trying to soothe him. And then I'm like, maybe, maybe he's, he's getting sick. And so I gave him the viral and it didn't help. And then eventually I was like, maybe it's colic. Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't have given him broccoli puree in my car. <laughs> and I give him intox. And this, this is a couple hours have gone by. I give him intox and 10 minutes later, he's falling asleep. Oh, yeah. So that's so. that's amazing because I'm just thinking if you've got somebody like in the Honduras or wherever and, you know, they've only got those three remedies to try and one of them is probably going to do the trick of whatever's up. So that's so empowering for them as well. Yeah. yeah. And if there's a language barrier too, we might not be able to get all the modalities. We not, might not be able to get why, where it's better or where it's mm. worse. But if there's pain... We can go to HTSF Man. So that's, yeah, that's really, really nice. Um, I have a little story for you about what has happened recently with HTSF. So I mentioned that first dispensary, which was the one that I got to go visit. Um, and we've been setting, setting up more dispensaries and in different communities. That's sort of our, our, our home base is where I went. And so they had, at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, they went into action and they got volunteers to go door to door with this in this 300 person community, which door to door is really, really effective for what we, I guess, uh, preparation or immune support. And they went with a complex that's called HESF GRIP, which was used in previous flu epidemics. And it was, it's also appropriate because it, it has that way of homeopathically treating the different stages mm-hmm. of the illness. So they went door to door with this complex and each person in the 300 community, it, it, everyone who was home, got, mm-hmm. um, got three doses within a week and no one got sick. Wow. So did they, give them a, did they give them a bottle or did they just dose them there? So... I can't tell you 100% the Honduras. I'm pretty sure they just dosed them there. They have previously done this same thing. So they had proto- sort of like safety protocols set up. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that in Cuba, because actually 4 million Cubans got the mm-hmm. same um, complex. They did do single, they did little uh, individual bottles for everyone. Mm-hmm. Especially when you, yeah, when you're, when it was that there back at the beginning and we didn't know exactly how the COVID was being spread. Uh, but I can't tell you for sure exactly how they did it. Although it was, the, it was so, it, so that 
eventually there were a few months later two or three individuals who did get sick and recovered they were they were elderly and they didn't get their three doses ah interesting and so they continued they continued to do this door to door program monthly and the municipality itself was so impressed that they picked it up also for their workers who were still working during that time wow so there's That's a really one. good yeah there's a really good uh, link with the local governments and down there because they they can see the results on their populations is that beautiful has this been recorded somewhere that would be something that would be wonderful for the history books i I hope so (laughs) yeah i hope so too (laughs) that's amazing wow so emily how can people get involved with htsf and how can we give a helping hand for people who need homeopathy yes thank you so much so htsf is always looking for donations and for volunteers So the first thing that you can do is you can become a member yourself of the organization. Homeopaths and the general public can both become members. Um, And if you are interested in in going on a mission, please contact the organization because there is very likely a spot for you. And we would love to have you. And also, if you have any other volunteer volunteer expertise that you would like to help out with in technical or in another side of them. We also love that. We're also looking for donations right now because we would like to create a more stable presence in Honduras. So right now we have these dispensaries going. We have volunteers as well as people who um, have a salary but are doing extra hours in order to bring homeopathy into the rest of what they're doing so people who are in public health working for the municipality who are also working with htsf um so what we're looking for is donations right now to go towards putting a building a laboratory so putting up a la- really i mean and by building i mean building up the remedies yeah um a physical there building will be that. nice too. Yeah, a physical <laughs> building would be nice. We're probably not going to build it ourselves. <laughs> well, you um, know, there might be a very generous donor out there that might want to build you a beautiful yeah. building in the Honduras. Oh, so. uh, that would be amazing. Yeah. So that's so that they can get their remedies locally, right? Exactly. And so we can have people working there who are making the remedies or making the complexes or distributing them to the dispensaries, really, so that they can just depend on themselves locally and have everything they need right there so that's something that that we're looking for donations towards and creating really more stability because it is a country where there's there's natural disasters there's all sorts of different political environments there's poverty there's all it's it's really hard to really get stability and continuity so getting getting a laboratory in is going to help for that and more of course always more training and more treating the public so that is uh that's one thing and then the other thing that people can do is they can learn these complexes they can learn this line one so homeopaths can get trained directly with htsf and then they can give that training to their community and then if there are people who are not homeopaths and they would like to get a training online, they can do that also with me because I'll be I'll be giving that one online 
That's incredible. And what's involved with that? Can you tell us a little bit more about the training side of things? Yeah, it's it's just a day. So there are 12, uh, 12 complexes in the line one that really cover all your basics. Like we said, the injuries and, and, and all of it. And, uh, and then there's another complex that was added, which we've been using in this context of context of the pandemic and context of all the flu like illnesses that have been going around. So it's learning how to use those for yourself, for your family. And like we said, it's really simple, yet so reliable. These complexes, I just continue to be impressed about how reliable they are. And what's really nice about them too is I have a friend who says, oh, my friend has a, my friend's son has a gastrointestinal disease. And you, okay, give him intox, mm-hmm. right? And it's going to work. Or this is my most impressive one that has happened a few times now. Someone says to me, my friend is in the hospital. They have uh, bacteria or antibiotic resistant bacterial infection. Mm. Can you help them? Here, take this complex. So I've not, that one's not in the line one. That one's for homeopaths. Yeah, but that's something that you right that you can build up to in this sort of amazing, reliable way. Like you said, we're not necessarily going to be there for a follow up, mm. but you can give them something that is compatible with all other drugs and herbs and anything else that they're taking. It's not going to cause any harm, and that is is going to help. Homeopathy is so amazing. I mean, that's why I'm still as passionate now. In fact, probably more passionate now than day one, because like you said, it's got no contraindications. So it doesn't matter if that person is pregnant or if they're breastfeeding or if they're on 50 different medications. And, uh, you know, antibiotic resistance is uh, going to going to become more and more prevalent because of the overuse. And uh, Laurel Chiton in that documentary, Just One Drop, we had a chat with her on the, on the podcast as well. And she has that case of that man with MRSA, that, you know, antibiotic resistance and how he was treated with homeopathy. So homeopathy is so needed because, you know, pharmaceutical medications obviously needed, but sometimes it fails. And that's where homeopathy is, you know, really shines because we can, we've always got something that can help. It doesn't really matter what it is. Exactly. Yes. So uh, I wonder, Emma, if you can tell people a little bit about how they can get hold of you. Yeah. I mean, I put a page, I just put a page uh, the other day on my website that has a link on how to become a member of HCSF. And then it has another button that you can press to if you want to take the training. Okay. So I put that all. It's all on your website. Place. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how can people get hold of you? Uh, so um, my website is emmabankshomeopath.com. I am seeing clients privately one-on-ones and then also doing these trainings and I love I love it when people can really take back their health into their own hands I'd love to see see everyone wonderful and I always ask my guests at the end what are your three favorite remedies but I think for you I'm going to ask what are your three favorite complexes and I have a funny feeling I know what you're going to say <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that when I prepared and then I uh <laughs> that I already said <laughs> okay so you're gonna have to give us three three other ones I'll give you three other ones yeah Ooh. it's always hard when you just have to choose three <laughs> Right. All of the remedies I've ever taken as my core remedy are my favorite remedy. Mm-hmm. 
I still really like Bidona, especially right now, because we had all, we have this Lyme's disease that's, well, it's been really prevalent where I live. I'm not sure if it's been prevalent elsewhere. Yeah, but it's here as well. Really? Yeah. yeah. So with the changing, the changing climate with, we have the insects that are surviving winter that weren't before. We have these diseases that are being passed around and um, also with vaccination rates and what's going on now with vaccination, I'd have to say that leadum for all puncture wounds, all sort of that shock has to be my number one right now. I can't help but say Arnica. I, <laughs> I can't be right now to say Arnica. <laughs> <laughs> almost every inter- injury needs arnica and especially when you have that person who's like is like limping and they're like oh yeah i'm fine i'm yeah i don't touch me i'm fine have you got a favorite that you use with your son i have to say calc carve was really amazing for yeah. us yeah and honestly it was aggravation from 7 to 9 p.m mm-hmm. yeah one night that happened and then the next night exactly at 7 p.m exactly he started crying again i "I gotta look this up i gotta get that murphy uh repertory and there it was oh yeah well it's been wonderful speaking with you today i really hope that there's loads of people that are going to become members of htsf and um, i can't imagine living in a country that's ravaged by so many you know, natural disasters and everything else that's going on there. We're really so privileged where we are in Australia, although many people won't say that at the moment with, <laughs> with all the mandates we've got going on here. But yeah, so hopefully people will get on board and support this project because it's very much needed. And if we can empower those communities to help themselves, that's even better. Every single time you can empower that mother or that community or whoever just to help themselves and take their power in their own hands to treat themselves for you know, all sorts of uh, health-related conditions, then it's it's a win-win. So I love that. Thank you so much for coming in today and um, having a chat. Thank you so much. See you. Bye. Bye.